welcome to season five of the Presently Engaged podcast. This is where you'll find short, friendly, Jesus-focused encouragement to live intentionally right where you are. I'm Mandy Pollack, and I'm really glad that you are here. This season, I'm adding something new. The first part of the podcast will have a devotional thought sourced from life as always. Then we will end the podcast with a scripture reading. I'll be reading the English Standard Version of a passage. This will give us the opportunity to center our minds on Jesus and our hearts on his word. Because lives will change as we engage with God's word. I'm cheering you on as you live purposefully right where God has placed you. Because you, friend, you're making a difference. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar. God rest ye, merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. This season is filled to overflowing with smiles, happiness, and cliches. I've been pondering lately all the things that we don't actually know about Christmas, the Christmas story, and the precious narrative that we celebrate this time of year. Each carol brings a mental image, each painting or sketch illustrates a perception. The Christmas story is full of things that we actually don't know, many of which pop up as treasured cliches in picture, print, or song. We don't know if Mary rode on a donkey, or if there even was a donkey. For that matter, first century Middle Eastern customs being what they were, is it possible that Joseph would have been the one riding? We don't know if there was an innkeeper. We don't know if Jesus was born in a stable, or a barn, or a roadside corner, or a relative's house, overflowing with visitors for the census. We simply read, there was no place for them in the inn. In Bethlehem, stone mangers can be found in common areas, courtyards, caves, and stables. Where would a homeless couple from another town go when birth pangs arrived? We don't know on what day Jesus was born. We don't know if Mary and Joseph were alone or surrounded by strangers. We don't know if there were three wise men or 13. But with all these unknowns, there are great and precious things we do know. We know that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. John 1.14 We know that in Him all the fullness of the deity dwelt bodily. Colossians 2.9 We know that God was in control of everything, whether known or unknown. We know that the angel of the Lord visibly appeared to shepherds, stunning them with good news of great joy. We know that a multitude of the heavenly host praised God, proclaiming glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Luke 2.14 We know that the shepherds were the first missionaries, the first humans to proclaim the good news of great joy. We know that the arrival of a tiny baby in the city of David was the fulfillment of promise and the pinnacle of prophecy, that this child born would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, 6. 
We know that the Christmas story is all about the beautiful, wonderful, magnificent fact that God sent his son born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might be adopted into his family. Galatians 4.4 We know that Mary treasured up all these things that happened to and around and through her and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19 This season, may you treasure up all these things and ponder them in your heart. Treasure the truth of the word made flesh. Ponder the incarnation. Rejoice in this good news of great joy. Because we know Jesus. Thomas Watson said, That man should be made in God's image was a wonder, but that God should be made in man's image is a greater wonder. That the ancient of days should be born, that he who thunders in the heavens should cry in the cradle, that he who rules the stars should suck the breast, that a virgin should conceive, that Christ should be made of a woman and of that woman which himself made, that the branch should bear the vine, that the mother should be younger than the child she bare, and the child in the womb bigger than the mother, that the human nature should not be God, yet one with God. This was not only miram, but miraculum. Christ taking flesh is a mystery we shall never fully understand till we come to heaven, when our light shall be clear, as well as our love perfect. Those classic Christmas carols, sing them loud, friend. They got a lot right, those singer-songwriters of old. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and take us to heaven to live with thee there. Or, born a king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again, king forever, ceasing never over us all to reign. Or, fear not then, said the angel, let nothing you affright. This day is born a savior of a pure virgin bright to free all those who trust in him from Satan's power and might. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. O tidings of comfort and joy. Join me as we read Isaiah 9. This is the word of the Lord, but there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, 
there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The Lord has sent a word against Jacob, and it will fall on Israel, and all the people will know, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say in pride and in arrogance of heart, The bricks have fallen, but we will build with dressed stones. The sycamores have been cut down, but we will put cedars in their place. But the Lord raises the adversaries of reason against him and stirs up his enemies. The Syrians on the east and the Philistines on the west devour Israel with open mouth. For all this, his anger has not turned away, and his hand is stretched out still. The people did not turn to him who struck them, nor inquire of the Lord of hosts. So the Lord cut off from Israel head and tail, palm branch and reed in one day. The elder and honored man is the head, and the prophet who teaches lies is the tail. For those who guide this people have been leading them astray, and those who are guided by them are swallowed up. Therefore the Lord does not rejoice over their young men, and has no compassion on their fatherless and widows, for everyone is godless and an evildoer, and every mouth speaks folly. For all this his anger has not turned away, and his hand is stretched out still. For wickedness burns like a fire, it consumes briars and thorns, it kindles the thickets of the forest, and they roll upward in a column of smoke. Through the wrath of the Lord of hosts, the land is scorched, and the people are like fuel for the fire. No one spares another. They slice meat on the right, but are still hungry, and they devour on the left, but are not satisfied. Each devours the flesh of his own arm. Manasseh devours Ephraim, and Ephraim devours Manasseh. Together they are against Judah for all this. His anger has not turned away, and his hand is stretched out still. Isaiah 7, 14 and 15. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. As you make selections for your holiday giving this year, this is your super friendly reminder that The Question Habit, my latest book, looks really great in a stocking and underneath a tree. It's all about building resilient relationships with God and others one question at a time. You can find out more at thequestionhabit.com. You can also download free conversation starters for all those family get-togethers, parties, and heart-to-heart conversations you want to have this season. Once again, that's thequestionhabit.com. Because asking questions and listening well can take every relationship 